chillies. I hope you're having a great week. It is crazy here in Philly. It is smoky, but despite that, everything is wonderful. I've been super busy, lots of family things. Of course, summer is a time for weddings, babies, bridal, all kinds of stuff. So keeping me on my toes, um, but I'm really excited about this episode. I tried to tie it back to the topical event of spooky, creepy smoke. <laughs> Um, and the guest is one of my favorite people ever. Um, so let's get right into it with Dan Getz. You're listening to Real Chills with Meg Getz. Real scary. Real silly. Real stories. Hey everybody, welcome to Real Chills. I apologize for our short break last week. As per usual, I'm just getting a little busy this time of year, but I'm trying to keep these episodes going. And this week we have a special guest once again, Dan Getz. What's up, Dan? Hey, I'm back. I know, back to talk about more spooky things. I couldn't be more thrilled. (laughs) you're excited we were talking about it yeah this stuff just spooks me sometimes every now and then there's an episode where i'm like oh i should have said no that one got me (laughs) (laughs) well that's the goal so hopefully this one will do the same anyway dan thank you for being a guest you are my favorite guest guest so (laughs) that's cool take that siblings (laughs) i said they've all been here so except manda i guess amanda hasn't yeah she's a coward She's a non-believer. No, she believes in her heart a little bit. Anyway, we're going off topic. She knows. (laughs) So this is a shiver and, um, you know, the world is kind of weird right now. Um, Currently, Canada is on fire. Yikes. Finally, am I right? Jeez. Um, (laughs) Burn it down. No, I'm just kidding. Canada's on fire, which means no maple syrup next year. No, I'm just kidding. I don't know anything about... When I tried to Google what was happening in Canada, uh, it just was talking about how it's affecting America. All so, I got was that Canadians can't go outside. It's like, we're just told, probably don't. They're told, <laughs> do not. Yeah, yeah. We probably shouldn't be going out either. But hey, what are you going to do? Um, yeah, so uh, we live in Philly, as you all know, and it has looked crazy out here. It is the sun is the weirdest orange color and it is like you can smell smoke it smells like a campfire outside right now people kept making the uh star wars tatooine reference and i was like all right we can't all make the same joke and then i went outside and it was like that's what this is it's exactly that that's what it feels like yeah like when you you i saw the post before i went outside and i was like oh this is gonna be annoying everyone's being so dramatic and then you get outside and you're like oh this is so like i can't fathom how on fire canada has to be for us to be be seeing this much smoke yeah across multiple states and like it's gonna be tomorrow too like it's this is a lengthy ordeal we are in the middle of so um yeah that's really scary i hope everyone if you're a canadian listener i hope you're okay we have had a few canadian guests in the past i should reach out to them i'll reach out to them um and see how they're doing but um because of this spooky phenomena which isn't it's more spooky in like a global warming way than a paranormal way existential spooky (laughs) um i figured we could talk about uh ghost mist spooky mist like stephen king (laughs) yeah exactly the mist well it's also interesting because i've experienced this like i have firsthand experience of ghost mist oh okay i was picturing like a mist like the fog in the fog or the mist in the mist where it's like this kind of veil is put over something terrible and something terrible exists inside of it no i mean it is it's like little version of that but it's more like ghosts ghost mist okay would you like more of an explanation well you did just explain it by saying the same two words again (laughs) you should just know it 
I, uh, okay. I do know what you're talking about because you referenced your own ghost story but if you didn't do that I would have still no idea of like yeah okay ghost mist I get it it's a ghost mist but well, it's a ghost mist other than a ghost mist read you a, a definition according okay. to ghostsandgravestones.com there are five common types of ghosts and one of those is the ectoplasm or ectomist so it's quote here saying ever seen a mist or fog that almost looks like it's swirling if so you may be witnessing what paranormal investigators deem as an ecto mist or ghostly mist this vaporous cloud usually appears several feet off the ground and can move swiftly or simply stay still almost like it's orbiting these ghostly encounters have been captured on many videos and in photographs and can be white gray or even black although they can simply appear this way Linger, then move away quickly, appear this way, or linger, then move away quickly. Sometimes ectoplasms appear before becoming a full-bodied apparition. Many people have witnessed them outdoors, in graveyards, battlefields, and historic sites. The, the black mist feels like the scariest thing you could see. <laughs> wow, Dan. Like, a white <laughs> mist is something I've seen. It's smoky or a fog like a gray mist is a fog a black mist feels like magic like you would see that in like coming out of a cauldron yeah i agree black mist is very ominous it feels menacing because like what would it be if because like the other ones i assume steam or smoke but like what would that be it, it would have to be paranormal for it to be just lack all color yeah i don't know why it would it, how it could change its color like that to black um i've never the the mist i saw was like staticky it looked it looked like water mist like it was definitely white but staticky i don't know how to explain it but if it was black i think i would have had a much different way more visceral reaction for sure it just feels so evil <laughs> Um, so I found another article. It's called What is Ghost Mist and Where Can I Find It? By Lady <laughs> in the Blog. <laughs> Put it in my GPS. Ghost yeah, how do, I, how do I Google it? I want to get to it immediately. There are different theories as to the definition of this mist. Some paranormal experts believe that it is the remnants of spirits. Others think that it is spirits who have actively changed into a gaseous matter so they can move easily and get the attention they seek while others think that this ghost mist is simply spirits who are not powerful enough or have enough energy to have a physical manifestation of their own being. And this article also goes on to say that, like, most often um, ghost mist is seen through camera, so on video or film. Um, but I, I, that's not necessarily, obviously, the only way to, to see this phenomena. The idea that it's doing it to be more seen also kind of gives it this extra level of spookiness. We get it. You're scared. <laughs> like, th think about no. that though. That like you're like all these all these other ghosts are just kind of doing whatever ghosts do. This transformed itself into a mist only so that it could be more seen in more places. Well, I think it also gives you an interesting look into how little we understand of the phenomena we're seeing because it's kind of like an implication that full body apparitions are too difficult and we all just kind of accept that like that's like a normal but it's in, it's like what's making this difficult <laughs> you know like why is mist like what makes mist easier than a face the way it sounded in the article is sort of like like the the thought that like it has to achieve mist that the mist is like a thing that it's putting in effort to become a mist that this entity is not just you know what you hear of ghosts floating around the world just stuck in their loop or whatever it's an active thinking entity that's like i need to be seen i'm going mist level like and then like puts in the work to become mist that is hilarious sort of it's just like 
all the other ones are just walking in line and this is like the rebel ghost that's like i can't do it anymore i gotta i gotta be seen i was taking it i thought you were taking it a different direction i thought you were saying like um this is the best i got listen you know it's like kind of like a work from home or going into work scenario where it's (laughs) like Listen, I got I only got missed for you today. Sorry, Taurus. <laughs> you don't get full body today. I went out drinking the night before and I need to just be missed. <laughs> I like that idea too, where it's just like, ah, I yes, I got I got nothing. <laughs> yeah. Showing up as black. nothing. <laughs> what do you think about that? <laughs> what if I were just green today? <laughs> <laughs> That'd be kind of fun. I actually would like to pick colors. I would want to sparkle though. I love glitter. I feel like that would be like next level ghost mist. Be like, oh, you're just there swirling around. Well, look at me. I shine. <laughs> yeah, that would rule. Um, so the only other interesting part of this article is they have a section that says what is the difference between ghost mist and ectoplasm this is like to me this is really intense um so do you think the thing that you felt was ectoplasm I don't, okay let's read the thing let's read the difference then we can go through it okay so they say you might see ecto mist and ectoplasm used interchangeably however they are different in a few ways For the most part, ectoplasm is associated with the manifestation of a spirit, often during seances. Ectoplasm has been known to pour out of mediums and the people included in the seance. Alternately, ecto-mist simply marks the presence of a ghost and does not pour out of a human. It is more of a dense swirl of white or gray fog that can move and or change quickly. The bottom line is whether you call it ghost mist, ecto-mist, or anything else, it does exist. It can signal the presence of a spirit and is nothing to be afraid of. Um, I, I don't, you okay. know. Sure. I'm glad they clarified that the mist is nothing to be afraid of because <laughs> the ectoplasm sounds horrifying. It sure does sound like a ghost mist wrote this so that it can it, catch us. No, I'm safe. <laughs> There's nothing to be afraid of. Come, come to the spooky attic everything's cool up here i swear we got n64 what big teeth you have ghost mist (laughs) but yeah i yeah ectoplasm sounds absolutely horrifying it just comes pouring out of people i can like picture this from a movie i don't know what movie it is but it is like like a fog machine but it's the seance person's mouth like an angry cartoon yeah but mouth and slower it like unfurls it's really scary um i don't know i would love to know how real that is because i've seen a lot of movies where that is but i i haven't heard a lot of like seances you know oh i would love a single example of that happening to a real person because real or not it's a pretty sweet trick it really is i mean I mean, there's a lot of research. I'm sure you know this already on seances, though. And stuff like this, where it talks so, like, officially about, like, ectoplasm. And there was a lot of, like, weird trickery going on, I feel like, with seances. And I don't know. I get, I think, more uncomfortable thinking about what they might have done to make it look like that than what actually than it actually being paranormal like i don't know there's like a story about a lady like birthing rabbits and i was like is she just sticking those up there and then (laughs) out like the weirdest magician like man this is a child's party when you said you were pulling a rabbit (laughs) i thought there was a hat involved i don't know was that joke distasteful it might have been but, no, yeah. that joke was perfectly in line with what the right joke to make was. But I was still just stuck in the world where it's happening. <laughs> yeah, sorry. And it, there was also talk that she was coerced, which is like, so she was a victim. Anyway, this Oof. is not what the podcast is about. But anyway, people talking about seances and ectoplasm. I 
I wonder, because I feel like this is more tropes of like historic seances. Like I would love to see a 2023 seance where a dude just like vomits ectoplasm. I would pay everything in my bank account. So $224 to see this happen. Does it like float? like a mist still the ectoplasm or because i'm picturing liquid i thought it floated but it could be both i think because like i guess to be in this article it would have to be visually sim similar right because it's confusing people i can't get my head past just like cloud vomit Blech. to willingly do that to be like i did it guys i don't know pretty scary so, obviously, we're talking about myths, and I wanted to hear some stories. So I found Quora, like Reddit, but I'm not so sure what it is. <laughs> <laughs> okay. You know what Quora is, right? It's I've heard of it. I've never yeah. experienced it. So a person asked, has anyone had a paranormal experience with mist? I had a white mist come out of my wall in my home during the day, starting off strong. And then this woman, Leslie DL, wrote a ton. So I'm going to read this to you now, okay? I have had two experiences with a black mist. The first time was when my mom was sent home from the ER with hospice. They said she wouldn't be alive much more than a few days. My mom was in her room that night in a very deep sleep with her cat. I went in to say goodnight, but it was feeling much more like a final goodbye. The bedroom was lit only by the bathroom light streaming in. I was walking towards her bedroom, but stopped because I saw this massive black mist like a cloud floating on the ceiling, floating over and down towards my mom. Even the cat was looking at it and jumped off the bed when the mist moved closer to my mom. I felt instantly that I wasn't supposed to go in the room. It felt really negative at that time, but also something I could do nothing about. Like it was so beyond anything human. I've always seen a lot of paranormal type things throughout my life, growing up in that same house and even as it stands now. I saw lots of things that are hard to explain. <clears throat> this was something different. It was an almost solid mass. Surprisingly, my mom didn't pass away, but rather lived for a couple more years. The second time I experienced the mist was after she died. She had been in the hospital not doing well. I knew in my heart that she wasn't going to be alive for long. After about a week of her being in the hospital, I couldn't sleep at all. I was in my room drawing on my bed when something caught my eye in my doorway. The hallway light was on as well as my bedroom light. I looked and there was this same black mist floating slowly in my hallway towards the ceiling, even blocking out the light enough to make the light seem to dim on and off several times. It settled right at the entry to my bedroom, slowly moving up my wall above the door. It then just slowly disappeared entirely. I wasn't scared of it this time, but couldn't figure it out. I don't know why I didn't get it at the time, but I found out it happened right after the hospital said my mom passed away. I feel like I sound nutty, but I've had so many experiences in my life that I've grown to just know it's part of who I am that I can see things and feel things others maybe aren't able to. It's been a couple years almost since my mom died, and I miss her terribly. Oh. Well, thanks for that last <laughs> part. <laughs> I know, but how crazy is that? So like you said, confirmed, black mist, much scarier. Yeah. Much, because it like blocks out light. It feels almost like we got the perspective of a secondary or tertiary character in a horror movie. Yeah. They're like yeah. the mom had all these deals done and struck whatever with whatever and the like daughter just happened to come across it once while the mom was living it her whole life oh my god that is so scary that like gave me chills i hate the thought of that like i don't know because you don't think about those characters like their perspectives and yeah maybe this was something her mom was like fighting off or part of me is like maybe it was something connected to her mom like something with her mom's energy or maybe it, it's uh coming to claim her life and she struck a deal <laughs> oh man she like gave up her daughter or something that's She's like you know what give me a couple more years and you can have whatever 
And at the end, that's the thing being like, all right, she I'm done, just, I'm out. <laughs> I'm just picking up this lamp. She said I could have it. Yep. <laughs> a lamp. Just collecting my debts. Goodbye. My debt is repaid. Yeah. I mean, the cat seeing it is very haunting as well. I don't know. I feel like cats see everything. Yeah, they freak me out. Darcy freaks me out. She'll look at stuff sometimes. I'm like, what? Oh, yeah. I know that she's just staring at the walls because she can hear the neighbors, even though we can't. But it really feels like she's looking deep into the corner at something that's just watching <laughs> <Yeah>. us. <laughs> yeah, I'll just like stare with her. Like, we'll just be like, I'll be like at her face level. Like, what are we looking at? Yeah, but... I've done that more than I'd like to admit. <laughs> oh, so creepy. Well, I hope that this person is doing well. And I'm sorry, Mr. Mom, rest in peace. I get it. And also, I hope you don't get bothered by any any more black mists. That's so scary. Yeah. Hey, I'm Danny. I'm John. We host Blanket and Covers, the show where we cover the covers. Have you ever thought about trying to find every single version of Angel of the Morning or Careless Whispers? That's an us thing, I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if that's something that you think you would be into, I think you should definitely check out our show. We think that by listening to every version of a song that has ever been done you can like gain something new. Yeah. Each week we do a, a deep dive through a band's catalog or one specific song. Season one is out there now. You can find it wherever you get your podcasts. All right. You ready for another one? Uh, technically, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Good answer. Okay. This was from Alvin Battle, who said, I went to a haunted hotel in downtown Phoenix, Arizona called the San Carlos. Up on the balcony pool area, I was sitting with a friend. All of a sudden, out of nowhere, a large smoky white mist appeared, moving from left to right. It appeared for about five or six seconds, then drifts away, vanishing quickly. I went down to the front desk and told them what I saw, and they were shocked. They said, wow, you just saw Leon Jensen. She actually is the main ghost who haunts the place. They said that she likes to check in with certain guests of the hotel. She only appears to certain people. Okay. I thought well, that was cute. What makes that lady so special? <laughs> that guy, Alvin, or maybe lady, who knows? Uh, yeah, I like that it's like a humble brag. It does really feel like not only did I see it, I was chosen. Yeah, it's it's interesting. It, and it makes it seem like maybe she picked Miss to be more fleeting. Like it's more of a it's like a much more dramatic way to show yourself. I feel oh, like yeah. than full bot. Just be like, boop, you only get that's all. That's what I would that's the noise I'd make if I miss it. Boop. That's <laughs> all you get for me. Just a little little boop. I love that the place was shocked too. They're like, You saw a ghost? Well, here's no. its name and everything about it. No, I love it because it's written like they're not shocked. They're not shocked there's a ghost. They're shocked that it she would reveal herself to him. <gasps> oh, okay. You so there's a little more sarcasm it. in that. <laughs> I, that's what I think. I think that they were like, wow, she you she picked you. You know? <laughs> you. They should give you like a special hat or something, like a tiara. <laughs> like if you see it and you come down and tell them. Okay. Another friend of Leon here. <laughs> Fine, you get an ice cream sundae too. Mm. That actually rule. Yeah. Um, a ghost mist and an ice cream sundae? Yeah. I feel like freaking uh, the West is so much more haunted than... We've talked about this on the podcast before, but I feel like it's so much more haunted than I realized. Like, everywhere is just old. They don't... They never tore down any of their build. Like, I feel like on the East Coast, like, we've rebuilt a lot. Like, rich people came in and tore down all the cute little houses and made, like, modern houses. But, like, I feel like in the West, that's just not the case. Everything is, like, hundreds of years old. Even if it's now, like, a JCPenney. It's like, this JCPenney used to be a brothel. And before it was a brothel, it was, like, a place where miners drank moon... You know what I mean? It's crazy. It does feel like the west holds on to it more oh yeah that like all of that stuff doesn't have the age 
that stuff on the East Coast does, just out of kind of sheer time or whatever. It so, was all violent on the West Coast. Yeah, anything remotely a landmark, they're like, preserve it. Yeah, that's true. Um, good for them, though. I'm so into history. Oh, I'm more pro that side, for sure. Yeah, I'm like, I love it. I want... I. I don't know if you know this about me, Dan, but I hate change. No change. Keep what? it keep it historic. Let's everything stay the same forever. Amen. You ready for another story? Yeah. <laughs> okay. This one is from Inari. Uh, it says, it was after 3 a.m. I had a bad experience involving a medical doctor. So while I was in the tub, I was crying a lot. All of a sudden, I felt something interacting energetically with my energy. It was a comforting, soothing feeling which came over me. I knew instantly something was going on. I knew I was not alone. Looking down beside the tub, I saw a thick white mist dissipating. Whatever this was, it was not meant for me to see it at all. I think ghosts often come out of the walls in the form of thick white mist or smoke. Did they often do? Yeah, I think they're not. I don't think she's too far off with that. I do think that's a thing for sure. Because this one makes me think the most about my experience because I don't know if it came out of the wall because I kind of woke up and it was just kind of there. But I definitely felt calmed. Like, I kind of like, I remember smiling and reaching out and feeling comfort and just going back to sleep. It's weird that it would have any effect in that way, like positive or negative. Like if it seems like the type of experience where you would just be kind of stuck, especially if you're just waking up too. you'd have more confusion than kind of clear thought. Right. So to have a memory of it, to have a positive association with it feels like it is doing something extra. That's a good point. The fact that I remembered it is pretty weird. Like it's not just a That's weird, a it's like, think about like, the number of times probably just this month that you've woken up in a weird headspace and just went back to sleep don't remember anything that happened in between the two like but i think what made it stand out and made me remember it was that i had woken up and i saw the mist and you kind of question your eyes you're kind of like am i seeing this am i just waking up like are my eyes adjusting to the night or whatever so in my head, I was like, I'm just going to reach out and it's not going to feel like anything. And I'll see the little dots on my hand and I'll connect to the fact that this is like me waking up or it's just a dream. But then when I reached my hand out, it didn't go away and I felt tingles. Like it felt, like I've explained before, it felt misty. And then I just took my hand back and I went back to sleep. <laughs> I think the fact that it was like, the fact that it, it surprised me that I felt something. I think had I not felt the little tingles, I probably wouldn't have remembered the story at all. I could see that having a, a lasting impact of like, especially expecting nothing. And then all of a sudden yeah. you're like, actually in a moment, not just kind of waking up. Yeah, you kind of, it was like, oh, this is going to be nothing. And then when it's something, it sticks with you pretty much. But part of me wants it to happen again, but also part of me is scared. <laughs> well, I think you've, you've pointed that out in your house enough that like, no, thank you. No, thank you. I don't oh, want I this. Know. No, thank you. That they're like, come on. Yes or no? What do you, what do you want? They haven't bothered me in a long time. So, um, or Maybe if they're listening, they haven't bothered you ever. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Imagine if the ghosts, like, listen to the podcast every... Oh, my God. If you're a ghost, please uh, leave a review. Reach out. It, rate, it will, review. It will make my whole life if a ghost reviews the podcast. It will be everything. So, please, ghosts out there listening. He's so great. Um, okay, so we're talking about myths, and I found a different Quora question that I found even more horrifying. And I was like, oh, great. We're already going down this rabbit hole. We might as well keep it up, right, Dan? Why not? 
to the question is, have you ever witnessed a miss coming out of a loved one when they die? There's got to be a lot of yeses. I feel like I've heard stories. <laughs> they all said no, and that's the end of the podcast. The <laughs> they, they were like, no, shut up, idiot. <laughs> they said, no, go read a book and relax and stop thinking about this stuff before bed because you're not sleeping well. <laughs> um, and I said, yes, okay. Anyway, so, no, they said yes. The first one is actually so freaking interesting, like, right off the bat. So, this person's name is David Brigden, and they're a little... They have like little titles underneath and it says rational thinker and skeptic. So um, mm -hmm. that's what it says. And so they, they're quoted as saying, as you can see from my credential, I'm a skeptic and a rational thinker and will likely remain so for the rest of my life. However, I will relay something that I witnessed when my wife was dying of cancer last year. My wife had been ill with multiple cancers for some time and was clearly dying. Near the end, she became bedridden and was being cared for by her youngest daughter and myself at home. The last few days, she was unable to communicate and was all was to all intents and purposes comatose. My stepdaughter and I were sitting either side of her bed. Were sitting at either side of her bed, me at her right shoulder, each holding her hand. It was obvious she was very close to the end. As I sat watching her beautiful face, I saw what looked like a heat haze above her face. It lasted for perhaps five to six seconds and looked to extend around eight to ten inches above her. Soon, as, after, soon after this, she began what is known as a death rattle. She died 12 or so hours later. It was very distinct, and I'm not one to have flights of imagination. I can't explain it and have no desire to attribute any explanation to it. So, do so to do so without evidence would go against a lifetime of rational thought. But I saw whatever it was. That's so hard. There's so much to respond to. Okay. Because, like, I want to respond to the story. Yeah. But it's hard to leave out the storyteller. Where he's, he's just like... He's him because he thinks he's rational. He's so adamantly uncreative. He's like, okay. I, I'm just not the type to think outside of any boxes i only think about boxes and the things that could fit inside the boxes well rational people i feel like i feel like it's hard to say you're fully rational right like i get to like skip around in the world of i'm gonna believe everything but like if you're it's so easy to lose your status as rational that i feel like when a rational person tells a story no matter who it is this is how they tell it because uh, a good example, look at Belle's dad in Beauty and the Beast. He told one crazy story and they were well, going to put him in the loony bin. That old kook. This wasn't his first crazy experience. True. But Ma Maurice was known to be nuts. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like for rational people, even one irrational thought like takes away the status so they're gonna be like they're gonna let you know a lot of thought was put into this you know yeah i need you to know that i know i know this doesn't hold up to logic and me being the most logical of thinkers understand that that goes counter to everything I've ever thought or felt about anything. But since I'm a logical thinker, I need you to tell you that I thought it all the way out. <laughs> I appreciate it. I like it. I think it adds to the story. It makes it a lot more um, believable. I think that's what helps it too, is like, this is a person who is telling us their story despite their rationality. Like, how amazing is that? Yeah. But Somebody what who knows how to sell a story. About the story? Oh, don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> we don't do that here. Thank you. I mean, and the story itself is so depressing. A lot of these have been. I didn't expect the missed stories to be such a bummer. I mean, I was glad the one was sim more similar to mine where it was like a peaceful experience. But, you know, I guess often seen around dying people or people who are about to die um for whatever reason maybe when you're a new ghost it's harder to navigate 
your ghostliness? See, I was thinking it was more they were being ushered away. Ooh, yeah, maybe just the things that come get you. It's like eight to ten inches. You're just what going in a straight line out the mouth? Like, what's happening here? <laughs> it was like a heat. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it is really sad. God. Yeah. So tough. I also found this story interesting because I always assumed that it was like smoke out breathing stops. Oh, the 12 extra hours. Yeah. What were so they like, doing? So like, I wonder, like, is it like your body is just like shutting down? You know what I mean? Like, did the soul leave and now it's just, you know, the electrical like stimuli, like closing out? The systems are just uh, signing out. Yeah, you know, you just know, one like at a time, everybody's going home. I think it would still make sense when, like, y you consider how like people think our ghosts ghosts are like electromagnetic or electricity of some sort. Because like, even when like I unplug my phone charger, it still has like a little juice for a little while, like the charger itself. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? They're just residual electricity. Yeah, so, like, maybe that's what it was. Because to say that, like, 12 hours later, I was like, oh, that's a long time. Especially when you're so convinced that you just watched her soul leave her body. But to start the death, the death rattle, I've heard it before. It's awful. It is, like, I, I really hope most people who are at that stage are gone spiritually <laughs> honestly because it's scary and i uh, another thing i don't like <laughs> yeah you know you want to hear another sad one we got another sad one. Oh, of course this is from sheila mosley my father was near death i was on his right side sitting in a chair holding his hand my mother was holding his other hand suddenly i saw his head like tremble and i reached up to touch his face my mother asked me what I was doing that for, and I said it looked like his face was shaking, but I couldn't feel any but I couldn't feel anything, but I could still see it. But as I, but as I said this, my father squeezed and tugged my hand and he was gone. I realized what I saw was a mist finer than cigarette smoke in front of his face. Also, my father had a head injury and had been unable to move, but just two weeks before we were talking about how he felt about crossing over. Did it make him nervous or anything? He thought a bit, then smiled and said, I know more people there than here now, and I can see my mother smile even now. I told him even as a six-year-old woman, I was still a daddy's girl, and I was having a hard time thinking he would be gone. I asked him if he could give me a sign he was still alive when he passed. He said, if I can, I will do that for you. When he fell two weeks later and fractured his skull and was not only unconscious, but had been unable to move for two days, I didn't think I'd get a sign. But somehow he managed the squeeze and tug. I said, thanks, Dad. I understand. That was the moment he took his last breath and the mist disappeared. Wow. Yeah, that one's heartbreaking. But so cool, other than the heartbreaking parts, right? Yeah, what a cool dad. I I guess, like, this... <laughs> I didn't mean for this to be so emotional and hard. Um, I just wanted to talk about ghost mist. But it is really attached to people passing but then i also think that there's times where i wonder if just in this is just a full theory listeners sorry you're coming along for the ride but i wonder if there's some sort of connection with ghosts myths and emotions because there's times i feel like in cemeteries or in places where like great tragedies were like hotel or um what is it plantations i feel like i've seen i've seen some posts about like mists in plantations so i wonder if it's some sort of energy mist associated with living people's emotions that would be really interesting if it were Although I feel like it would show up in different ways if it were tied to emotions. Because, like, we've heard a whole array of emotions here. And the stories visually are somewhat similar. Right. I feel like if it was 
negative emotions, you'd be able to kind of visualize that. Like there's the ones where you kind of get the sense of it or whatever, but I feel like it would show up in a different way. Yeah, I guess that's true. It's not as like, with all of this stuff though, I just feel like it's not, it's not as like consistent. Um, Because like when I, like, I feel like that one lady and I, like we saw it and it was comfort um, and kind of peacefulness. And I wonder if maybe that mist was, would give that to the person dying, but also cause like discomfort and dread and the people who are still living. Maybe. Maybe it just has something to do with your own comfort levels. That like it's not really anything, but you're you're filling in the blanks of it with whatever your your like subconscious level is. Yeah. So spooky. RIP to this lady's dad as well. This was a an a big one of people passing. Yeah, lots of death in our ghost episode. Who would have thought? You'd be surprised. I mean, we do kind of mention death, but it's more its more the stuff. It's more like the investigations, I feel like, normally. But that's why I think The Mist is so interesting because it's not... Like, I looked. I looked for stories, all kinds of stories. I looked for, like, listicles or anything I could find. That's why I liked reading the hotel one. Because I know people are experiencing, like, there's videos of mist and photos of mist, but there's not a lot of stories recounting people's experiences with mist that don't include someone having died or or just died or is dying. It is weird that it shows up in pictures more than anything, because that kind of gives it that extra ghostly quality. Because, like, if you could see it, then that's one thing. But the fact that you can't see it except for in a picture, you're like, that's what ghosts do. I think it almost does the opposite for me because it's like, I feel like it could be so many things. Like, Ghost Mist on Cameras is so much more, there's so much more of a chance that it's like um, something with the footage. And I don't really know tech stuff as much. So like, if I see it, I'm just going to, I just have to take people out there. Oh yeah. It's easier to disprove because it's like, well, yeah, stuff goes wrong sometimes. Like a bug or something, or especially night, night vision is always weird, but yeah, I don't know. And I do think, I do think a lot of people do see it with their naked eye. The story I told for Philly had a blue, it was an old mansion full of antiques it had like a blue mist and the mist like was that of a ghost that had died there and it like cursed you basically oh that was a scary story like four people died in in the hotel older people um not super mysterious ways but in the same blue chair after seeing a mist enough to seem more than coincidental yeah there's something more to it Because I feel like sometimes like ghosts themselves can just be like energy that's attached. This feels more conscious, for some reason, than just like regular ghost haunting. There's some level of choice in this, it seems, yeah. Or like it's it's a decision to participate or to show up. Yeah, yeah. So that was my bummer... Episode on Ghost Mist. What did you think? I am sad. <laughs> oh no! But at least you're not freaked out this time. Right? Yeah, I'm not. I'm not scared by it because I mean, especially comparing it to your other story, it's like yeah, I've heard that story a thousand times. Like it's all right. I, I'm fine with it. But yeah, so this one didn't didn't extra spook me, but it's still really depressing. if it's depressing i mean i guess it depends i mean losing a loved one is hard existentially sad then (laughs) existentially sad but it also is hopeful right like these people miss their loved ones but got either like a final goodbye or a glimpse or glimmer of hope that their loved ones aren't completely gone and that's yeah. what liking the paranormal is all about. <laughs> oh, no honestly, change. Honestly, it really is. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. But um, 
but yeah, you know, everything that's sad, it, with the paranormal, it does come with this like little, like peek behind the curtain where it's like, there's more here, you know, they're not just gone. Like, yeah. There's something to look towards, which is really cool. In my my spooky opinion. I think doing this podcast has helped me grapple with losing people and and pets and everything in between. Cause I, I don't know if us as conscious beings continue on, but I I do think part, at least part of us does, like an energy inside us or and that I don't know. It make it gives me a lot more comfort than being like a recovering Christian. I and I anyone who's like a Catholic, that's awesome that you can like have that faith and you know, um, but going from that to not being able to reconcile not being able to believe in heaven, like if no matter how hard I tried, I just couldn't get myself there. Like I liked when I believed in heaven, everything was so much easier. Like as a little kid, like dying was sad, but I was so excited at this, like not excited for them, but like so much harder when you can't get yourself to believe in heaven. So yeah, I mean, it's a whole box that you just have checked that you don't have to worry about such a major part of your life because you're like, Oh, well it's, it's sad. I'm living my life the right way. I'm going to heaven. So that's part, that part's figured out. I don't have to worry about it. And it's a different type of sad when you lose your loved ones because you're sad. This is really, this is a me opinion. I don't know if anyone else who's Catholic has this, but for me, um, I was only sad for myself then. I was okay with them having passed on because in my mind, they were okay. So the sadness was just the vacancy they had now, that is now in my life. That's the sad I had to reconcile, not that this energy or this person doesn't exist anymore. That's a whole nother. So there was a time period before my new mentality where I was just like, (laughs) (laughs) everything is hard you know yeah that's a lot to grapple with on a comedy podcast about ghosts <laughs> yeah it's hard changing a whole belief system and ghosts are fun <laughs> but i do think like i don't know i i think nature like we come from nature and our consciousness is so far from being explained by science um that i do think i really do think that there's more to it than just not existing anymore and that makes me hopeful yeah i mean it does feel like there's way more at play than anything that anyone's ever even cracked a little bit right right there's aliens too yeah that's great (laughs) and they're like what are they (laughs) you know they're Um, they're future friends even if they come and blow up the earth, I'm like, we earned it. <laughs> you think we are? I don't know. We're burning it down. Who are they to judge us? They're, they don't even have a planet. They're coming to ours. Yeah, sleep with one eye open because you insulted the thing I also insulted. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, I guess I think it'd be fun if we talked about Ghosted a little bit since we have a little time. Anyway, listeners, yeah. thank you for listening um i know this is a shorter episode we're gonna keep it up and running um we got a lot going on we're touring my comedy show ghosted Woo! Uh, woo, i guess technically our comedy show so we're having it in new york city on june 24th at pine box which is an old casket company i'm so excited maybe since this one's so little i'll try to do like an episode on the history of pine box and i'll just throw it up whenever i get it get it situated so i'll do that for you guys because that sounds really exciting to me that would be really um, cool. yeah it's called pine box rock shop so old casket company turned punk rock venue i can't think of a better place for this show the people on the show rule it's courtney mcginnis casey james lango mara wiles who was a guest on the show um i'm literally so excited so um yeah we'll put the link for tickets up i guess in this episode and it's a show where comedians ghost write sets for each other so they um they're reading sets written for them for the first time it always gets crazy and weird and it's gonna be a lot of fun anything to add dan no every single one of them has been a blast and somehow in new and unique ways every time it's just 
such a perfect format for people to just like show up and have fun and that ends up being fun for the audience too it's, it's just it's everyone awesome. it's everyone's surprised the comics have fun because they're surprised by their own jokes and um yeah it's i'm so grateful we get to continue doing it and that people keep showing up and i hope you guys can make it to the new york show but if not we're doing a new england tour in the end of summer august so i'll give more details on that as we get closer but yeah that's been a whole thing also so yes. please forgive me if i miss an episode or two here i don't want to take a long break because there's a few people a handful of you listen every single week and i appreciate that and i feel connected to you and i don't want to lose you as a as a nice ghosty listener <laughs> <laughs> So I see you and thank you and please be patient with me because I'm I'm trying to get these out every single week. Thanks for being a guest, Dan. Of course. Do you have anything you want to plug that's not um, ghosted? Yeah, I mean, check out Feel Feelings comes out every Monday and then uh, Black and Covers. We just today, so I guess yesterday as this comes out, put out our first Patreon exclusive episode. So. Woo! go yeah. jump in on our patreon and get some new fun exclusive content <laughs> that's awesome can you explain blanking and covers in like two sentences blanket and covers the show where we cover the covers yes that's how i open every every single episode but it's uh me and john trainer and we do deep dives through different songs or bands or we've started doing albums and we just kind of review the different covers available. And it's a lot of fun. And John is really fun, too. So if you like music, which we all do. <laughs> yeah, we, we hit on every genre. And we're lately trying to challenge ourselves to uh, get away from our normal genres. So it's got something for everybody now. Oh, yeah. Well, thank you for being on the show and not being too scared this time. Just sad. Just sad. <laughs> Real Chills is produced by Meg Getz and Alyssa Jaskowski. The show is edited by Dan Getz, theme music by Sam Williamson, and artwork by Buffy the Design Slayer. Subscribe where you get podcasts and follow us on Instagram and TikTok at Real Chills Podcast. Slide into those DMs with your true scary stories. Real Chills Podcast is a member of the Wasted Robot Network. This has been a presentation from the Wasted Robot Network. For more information and links to other shows, please visit www.wastedrobotrecords.com slash podcasts.